Welcome to Athlete Maestro, where I make the goals of young athletes easily achievable by sharing success tips that have made the world's most popular athletes successful. This is Athlete Maestro, episode 175. Be outrageously consistent, practice is everything, and focus at all times. In 2009, the Los Angeles Angels selected him in the first round in the Major League Baseball draft. Three years later, he won the American League Rookie of the Year. He's a six-time MLB All-Star. Today on Athlete Assessment, Mike Trout. Mike Trout is an American professional baseball player. He plays the position of center field. He was born August 7, 1991 and grew up watching his father, Jeff, play the sport he would later take up. Injuries might have ended his father's career, but Mike is making his own waves in MLB. His childhood hero was Derek Jeter and he surely didn't want to disappoint. He attended Millville Senior High School where he made a delible impression such that the school wanted to retire his jersey but instead began awarding it to the team captain in 2012. Each team captain will go on to know what they were playing for each time they put on the jersey. The Angels drafted him in 2009 and just a year later, he was considered their third best prospect. In 2011, he made the first team and never looked back. By 2012, he was the rookie of the year as he broke the Angels franchise and American League rookie record when he crossed the home plate 14 consecutive games. That same year, he had 26 stolen bases, which also tied the rookie record. All of this propelled him to second in the American League MVP race. He came second again in 2013, but finally landed the prize in 2014 and 2016, while also coming second in 2015. So for five years, he was top two in the world of baseball. He's currently regarded as one of the most outstanding young players in the history of baseball. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons I want you to learn from Mike Trout today. And the first lesson, quickly, is that be outrageously consistent. It's always very easy, guys, to see athletes that are they're good today, they're not good tomorrow. Then they're good next tomorrow, and then you just don't know what to expect of them. You just don't know the kind of performance they're going to put out. You just don't know what they're going to do. And even for the athlete itself, it's very difficult because you're going out there not knowing what you're supposed to do. Now, let me put some things straight and lay out some facts about Mike Trout. Now, Trout has averaged 9.4 wins above replacement in five of his full seasons with the Los Angeles Angels which of course ranks him second behind Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. So if Mike Trout at the age of 26, five seasons, he has played more than five seasons in the MLB, but of all those seasons he has played, five of those seasons, he has averaged 9.4 wins above replacements. If that's not good enough for you, Trout has also been consistent in each of those seasons. He has put up between 7.9 and 10.5 wins above replacement. There is no other player in the history of baseball that can mount Trout's combination 
of excellence, which is measured by the wins above replacement, and his consistency, which is measured by the standard deviation in seasonal wins above replacement numbers. Guys, in order to achieve the level of success that you want, to be even considered great or good, or to get accolades, if you want to call it that, you have to be outrageously consistent. And the only way that you're going to be that is to ensure that you're consistently putting in the work. It's not working today and then not working tomorrow. It's not working tomorrow, but you decide to take time off next tomorrow. It's not when you take a week off or when you decide that, oh, you just want to rest. Even when you know at that point, rest is not needed. Now, I posted something on my Instagram page about a young Ukrainian boxer, nine years of age, Kirama. And you can check out and check my Instagram page as well for that post. Now, she is a nine-year-old amateur boxer. She holds a record of 20 and 0, and she is a national champion for her age category. Now, she says that she plans step-by-step to become an Olympic champion. Now, recently, she injured a left hand and she had to go to the doctors, did s and I think it was fractured or it had a strain and she couldn't use it. Now, that would have been the perfect example or the perfect excuse, if you want to call it that, for her to take a break until that hand heals. Guess what she did? She went back into practice, guys, and she was training with one hand. So, the left hand, which had the issue, was bandaged up. The right hand put a glove on it and went into training with one hand. So more or less like working the jab with one hand. Now here's the point. If she has a tournament or she has a competition and she gets injured, she injures one of her hands, what do you think is going to happen to her? It's going to be catastrophic for any other athlete, but it wouldn't have any effect on her because she's used to situations like that. Because five months ago, one year ago, two years ago, whichever point it gets to, when she got injured, she trained with one hand and of course she'll be more confident. Guys, you have to be consistent. You have to be outrageously consistent. Those numbers that Mike Trout is putting up, he's not just putting them up for fun. He's putting them up because he's consistent with his training, he's consistent with his practice. And this brings us to the second lesson that I want you to learn from him, which is practice is everything. There was a study that was done on him as to you know what makes him great like on his average day he's a great baseball player and the reporters went in to see his practice sessions and things like that he has a preset routine that he practices every single time that he goes on the practice court so his batting is taking throws from different angles because of the time that the outfielders or the pitchers rather uh, determined that it was the high fastball that was his weakness. Well, what did he do? He went into training, guys, and he was practicing with high fastballs. So anyone that was pitching against him in training was always training those balls because he felt that people thought that was his weakness. So what better way to work on your weaknesses than to have people pitch you the ball that people think are your weaknesses? The reason why he's outrageously consistent with those stats, guys, is because practice is everything to him. What is practice to you? I talked about Rafael Nadal a few episodes ago. I put that in the show notes as well. I talked about how his training sessions are more intense than the actual match he's going to play. So if Nadal is going to play a match, Nadal can be on the practice court for three hours. Despite the fact that his match would only last an hour and 30 minutes. He is bleeding 
in training so that he would not bleed in battle. The reason my trust is outrageously consistent is because practice is key to him. What is practice to you? How do you approach practice? What do you do during practice? Do you just go there to have fun? Do you just go there, oh, because I'm an athlete, I have to practice, oh, so let me go and practice? What exactly do you do in training? What exactly do you do in practice? Those are questions that I want you to ask yourself. So if you've been questioned time and again about your consistency, then immediately what I want you to look to is your practice. Is practice everything to you? Do you take your practice seriously? Or do you just go there, faff around, fool around, have fun, when the day is gone, or may have done a few hours, you pack up shop and you leave? What exactly are you doing in those practice sessions? Because whatever you're doing there is what is going to determine whether you're consistent to start with and whether you can or you have what it takes to be outrageously consistent. I see many athletes who don't take their practice seriously. They go to practice and they just fool around and faff around and all in the name of doing work. Oh, well, I went to practice today. So it doesn't matter if what they did in practice was actually what they should have been doing or what they ought to do, but the fact that they went to practice means more to them. That is an absolute waste of time. So the first two lessons is be outrageously consistent. And the only way that you'll be that is to ensure that practice is everything to you. And the final lesson that I want you to learn from my crowd today is focus at all times. Now, there were times where my crowd was termed as a temperamental player, you know, always went at the referee if things they went wrong or if certain calls were not made in his favor and things like that. But one of the things that he did was to work consistently on his focus. And this is something that Michael Jordan has talked about as well. He said when he's about to take a last-minute throw or when he's about to take a free throw or when his team is depending on him to make a last-minute shot, he's not thinking about the things that went wrong in the past. He's not thinking about the consequence of that shot that he's about to make. He's not thinking about whether he's going to let his teammates down. He's not thinking about what could go wrong, how his teammates will feel, how his family will feel, how anybody would feel or anything. All he's focused on is that shot. Now, there was a match that Mike Trout was playing and there was a certain call that went against him because he didn't do something right. So, in order for him to get his mind right, and get in a position where he was doing what he had practiced time and again, he always told himself that do not let the moment get to you or do not think outside that particular moment. And on this point, he particularly says, I don't expand my zone for anything. I keep the same approach. I'm looking for a pitch in a particular zone. If I don't get it, I'll take the walk. And what he means is that I don't let one at bat affect me, which is the point that I'm focused on what I'm trying to do at that particular point in time. If it doesn't go right for me, I'm not worried. I don't let that moment affect me. I focus for the next moment. Now, if you know anything about baseball, the pitcher, three balls, opportunity to hit a home run. If it doesn't happen for you, you get your chance later. So if the first ball it's not what you expect or you don't hit it the way you expect the normal things that young athletes would do is that they will capitulate and they start thinking oh i only i have only two shots left what if it goes wrong what happens that's not what mike trout does and that's what's making him great 
he zeroes that first one from his mind and he refocuses so he's not thinking about that while he's trying to hit the second ball or while he's trying to hit the third ball or while he's trying to do anything for the rest of the game after the game he can look back and see the things that went right see the things that went wrong what he needs to improve on how he needs to change it but in that moment anything that is happening puts it in the past to focus on that thing so if of course the commonwealth games currently ongoing in gold coast so if you play a sport that gives you multiple chances to attack your goal so hammer short pull javelin the high jump long jump all of those sports if you have your first few run-ups and it doesn't go the way that you planned do you consistently allow that affect the rest of the tournament whereby you're always consistently thinking back at it and thinking how that didn't go right or that was wrong or do you zone it out from your mind and focus on the rest of the jumps that you have to make that is the difference the slight difference between the good and the great between the guys that make the medals between guys like mark trout and the average players they focus at all times and to help you focus you need to remove the thought of anything other than what you are trying to do at that moment so if it's a jump you're trying to make focus all of your attention on that job don't think about the jump that's coming after don't think about the jump that is that went before don't think about what's going to happen after the tournament don't think about your coach who is in the stand probably training you on and wondering whether he'll be, he'll be disappointed in you all you need to focus on is that particular jump and with that in mind guys be outrageously consistent the only way you're going to do that is to make practice everything and focus at all times head over to the show notes at bachelor.com forward slash 175 to see a few clips of this guy called mike trout as all the great things that he's doing in baseball if you're getting stats that are compared to babe ruth then it means you're doing something right and there's something that all young athletes can learn from that head over to athletemaestro.com check out all the other episodes we have there athletemaestro.com forward slash podcast check out the free guides we have there five biggest mistakes that athletes make the email course and also how to set up your daily routine for success and remember to head over to itunes or soundcloud subscribe to the podcast that's the way we get the message out to more athletes so that uh, they understand and get what we are trying to do here on athlete Master. i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there and learn all the lessons you can from mike trout today i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day thank you for listening to today's episode 